Hello there and welcome back to the Chat Shit Get Fit, the fitness news where we unpack the week's biggest news in health and fitness. I'm Bill and as always I'm joined by Tom. Hello there. And in this week's edition of the fitness news we're going to take a closer look at the best weight loss diet according to artificial intelligence. According to our robot overlords. Very exciting. Let's get into this week's the fitness news. Okay, guys, the Daily Mail are back. They're back again with a new article, and it is titled, literally the title of this podcast, The Best Weight Loss Diet According to AI. Now, for regular listeners of the show, you may remember that we have touched, like well, I say we we have touched on AI before. It was actually just me, and I was joined by <laughs> a very special guest in Artificial Intelligence, Tom, who might still be in the background here. See if we can find him. Sorry, Bill. I'm busy wanking. Tom's internet history is fucking wild. But yeah, sign up to the Patreon. Oh, there you go. A little, little early Patreon plug. Fantastic. <laughs> yep, there you go. That's, 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 that's what I remember. That's the that same that, that yeah, that's my favourite one, that, yeah. So we basically had, I, there was a full it was a full podcast, like 45 minutes of me having a conversation with AI Tom. Um, it was very exciting. But we're back again. That was more of a general sense, and obviously it was a bit of fun because Tom was away, so I just thought I'd just fuck around yeah. with basically AI and see, what I, see if I could clone his voice. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like I've uh, I've, been, I've been mucking around with it for the past couple of days as well. Oh, and like, no, I know. I've, I've seen like all the controversy around AI, how mm. like how rapidly it's advancing, how people yeah. fear it might eventually take over their jobs, etc. And to be fair, it is like terrifyingly good. Mate, it's fucking in some incredible. Sense. Don't get me wrong, like it does miss out on a lot of the nuances of like, you know, human interaction, mm-hmm. you know. But for like on a serious note, I asked it to give me like a 1,000 word no, in under 1,000 words, can it basically explain the concept of pain science to me? And it gave like a really, really good briefing on it. Yeah, it did. But then I went a bit no, far with it. Don't make it something you being serious. To... Yeah, God, let's read out some of the other fucking... What, what, there's, was, there's the, what was the other things so I, I was doing? I was basically, when I, for the, you'll find out later in the in the episode, but I was like trying to really get down to like the nutrition side of things, trying to see if you can give me a good diet plan, recommendations. I'm like, Tom, I've been doing this, mate. Then you come back with your fucking Kermit the Frog story, your poem about a fucking depressed right. horse. That wasn't <laughs> mine, actually. That was the AI's. That was the AI's oh, creation. Sorry. And to what, be fair, what is it? it read was it out. a fucking sick Hold creation. On. Let me see if I can get up here, because this is fucking outrageous, Tom. It's like... like not the next John Wick, if John Wick was to be played by Kermit the Frog. Oh, where's the fucking Kermit the Frog one? I was in your story, but you're going to have to go into your archive, aren't you? It's in your story. I'll read out the I'll read out the horse one though. So you you asked Chat G, there's me asking about nutrition. You you decided to ask Chat GPT write a short poem about a depressed horse. <laughs> guys, brace yourself and get the tissues ready. This is no laughing man. Get the tissues ready, get guys. Get your tissues ready. Right. <clears throat> in fields of gr- oh, <laughs> sorry. You ruined it already. I've got a lump in my throat, mate. It's that emotional. Sorry, hold on. I'll go again. In fields of green, where shadows roam, there stands a horse so far from home. Its weary eyes, once filled with grace, now hold a sorrow etched on its face. A gentle creature, once so bright, now trapped in darkness, day and night. Its hooves, once danced upon the breeze, now stumble, burdened by unease. Like literally, it didn't have to go that hard. <laughs> like, I'm getting, t- I'm, t- like, I'm tearing up here. Solid. Mate. I'm tearing up. Jesus. You won't be getting lyrics like that at download, mate. I can tell you that. Jesus Christ. I mean that. But honestly, like, uh, yeah, Kermit the Frog having a write me like a paragraph of Kermit the Frog having a knife fight with Puff Daddy. Yeah, love. Um, you know, I was getting it to 
like in all serious, like the descriptions it was using was absolutely insane. Like at one point, I had it like reenact a scene from The Sopranos, but with the cast of EastEnders mid nineties. Mate, if you know how to use it, it's fucking you can just insane. Type it in random it's shit. actually insane if you know how to use it. If you ask it certain questions, you can actually build yeah. on questions it remembers. So if you build on what you've asked it, you can literally come out with fucking all sorts. Like, so I was trying to kind of like break it a little bit by trying to interact with it in a sense where like you need some form of human emotion attached to it. So I thought, okay, music, or well, what about music? So I actually asked it, can you write me a tablature in the style of like, oh, like a guitar tablature in the style of heavy metal right, or something like that? And it actually did. It gave me like a, the actual notes to play oh, wow. for a heavy metal song on the guitar in the exact tune I asked for. Hmm. I mean, it was very standard, but it was still, you could show you that like the foundation is there. Yeah. And bear in mind, like this whole AI thing has only kind of opened up in like the past year. Really. Yeah, it's yeah, sort of it? exploded, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's, so imagine what it's going to be like. There's applications for all sorts. There's AI within photos. There's AI within films and music now. Yeah. Like Photoshop has released a new thing in beta where Ooh. you've seen it. Where you get basically get a picture and it will basically generate around the picture, uh, or you can basically replace yes. things. You can edit, and there's all these editors basically going, yeah, "Fuck, I've that. lost my job," because it's literally rapid. You can do anything. Yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. Like it's not like oh, we'll get back to you in a day. Yeah. You know, seconds. Uh, that's something else I actually tried on a serious note is. Um, I saw people were doing like workout, workout training programs, mm. like trying to test it. Uh, this is where it kind of came unstuck a little bit. So I did ask like a generic, oh, can I get a three-day training split mm. for general population? And it was like, yeah, it gave me like the main lift. Mm. So it gave me some supplementary exercises as well. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's quite cool. When I actually asked for like, oh, a two-day powerlifting program for a beginner, that's where it came a bit unstuck because it was like all in like the eight to twelve rep range, which is like very basic PT. And I was like, oh, okay, so if it was a powerlifting one, it'd be much lower reps. So that's where it came a bit unstuck. As we'll come on to, if you know what to ask and if you know what you're talking about, like I remember I mentioned this on the actual episode with you, AI Tom, um, was if you know how, if you have a background of knowledge in the topic you're trying to ask it about, you can ask it questions which you know it will work with. Like you can ask it more yeah. specific questions. Like you could be saying, give me a, I don't know a two-day powerlifting program based on XYZ, not including rep ranges of 8 to 12. I want this sort of, you know, this style of training. This And it'll get, yeah. be a bit more, it'll give you a better result because you've asked it a more suitable question. Um, but I suppose if we go into what this episode's really about, and that is the best weight loss diet. So we're basically going to see if AI can come out with all of your nutrition needs, basically putting all nutritionists out of business, um, <laughs> which would be people listening probably thinking, shit, fuck. I mean, Bill, in the time you said that, I literally just asked it to make me a uh, a free day. What do I ask for? <laughs> Write me a free day strongman training program oh, wow. for a beginner. It's given you one already. Literally in the time it took for you to say yeah, that. Yeah, it's got one. And, You've uh, got one, yeah. Day one is giving me like a quick warm up of dynamic stretching and mobility exercises, deadlifts, four sets of six reps, mm. farmer's walks, mm. three sets of 50 feet or as far as possible with heavy dumbbells or farmer's walk handles, sandbag squats. Bear in mind, this is all for strong man. Sandbag squats, kettlebell swings. For some reason, they've added a plank in there. Uh, Atlas stone lifts. Axle bar or barbell rows, log press or dumbbell push press. Are giving you any weights or anything? Or? Overhead press. No, it's just saying, free, to be fair, I did uh, stop it from generating halfway through because oh, okay. it gave me so much information. Yeah, yeah. Well, Usually it gives you notes at the bottom of notes yeah, saying notes, like, yeah. what rest periods to have. And you could ask as well, oh, uh, using RPE, or you could say, my lifts, my yeah. current lifts are this. I've been doing it for this many weeks. What should I do next? It's given me some notes now. Yeah. So it's just said, yeah, rest approximately for two to three minutes. 
Uh, okay, it's quite reasonable. Listen to your body and adjust the weights and volume if necessary to avoid overtraining or injury. Incorporate rest days and active recovery activities. Remember, this is just a sample program. Adjustments can be made based on your individual goals, preferences, and equipment. For AI to give me that within the space of five seconds, I mean, it's still pretty impressive. Imagine what it'll be like in 10 years. You think about like the iPhone, when the first iPhone came out and what it's capable of now. Imagine what this would be capable I mean, of. And people are already using it, mate. Like this whole, I've actually know people I spoke to have already said they've used ChatGPT to make them food and like gym plans. I did. I'm not going to spoil the episode, but I did fuck about with it earlier with meal prepping. So, so to speak. we'll go into what this this article did. Yeah. they basically what Daily Mail did was they asked an AI, and, and I quote: "Can you please recommend to me a singular diet plan and write me a dietary plan following this diet to help me lose weight? It must incorporate a specific regime for breakfast, lunch, and dinner." Okay, we obviously won't go through the entire thing, but I'll break down some of the key things found from this question. All the days gave a 1100-1400 daily calorie total, right, which is obviously interesting. We'll go into it in a sec. Um, and it also went down the Mediterranean route, which is quite interesting mm. because this is, a, this is a diet we've explored before. And we actually had Jay on, Science by Jay. We had him on many moons ago in the diet series to talk about this. And we were kind of suggesting it is one of the healthier diets to follow in terms of all the foods it contains, like, you know, if you were to generalize what foods it has in that diet, it's one of the healthier diets you can follow, you could say. Um, so they, the fact they used that was quite good. I mean, there's obviously people there um, in the article kind of saying, oh, it's really good. And good. I mean, if I look, read out a couple of quotes, um, registered dietitian Nicola Ludlam Rain praised the recommended diet for being rich in whole grains and plant foods, including plenty of fruit, vegetables, and healthy fats. It's great the fact that it's chosen a Mediterranean-style diet, which is one of the healthiest eating patterns on the planet, she said. I like the fact that portion sizes haven't been included so that the person making the meal can decide on how much they have on the day, thus making it more tailored to them. That's an important point because, as I said, the days when you actually look at when they break it down, we're all about 1100 slash 1400 daily calories total, which I would argue just sounds very low, if I'm being honest, depending on the individual. But as they've said, you could technically um, increase portion sizes to reflect a more suitable calorie thing. So if you actually looked at it, if we just ignore the calorie numbers for a second, the portion, if we actually, if I'll give you an example of day one then, because it's quite interesting. <clears throat> Day one breakfast was Greek yogurt topped with fresh berries and a sprinkle of almonds. And then as an optional extra, so this would increase the calories, it says a slice of whole grain toast with a small amount of avocado spread. And obviously that is very easily adapted to a higher uh, calorie content, more yogurt, uh, yeah. more almonds. You could have obviously, instead of a small amount of avocado spread, you can go fucking rogue and have loads of it or another slice of toast. So that the, the actual food choices sound quite good. If I think on to lunch, they've got grilled chicken breast salad with mixed greens, cherry tomatoes, cucumbers, olives, and feta cheese. And then you can drizzle with olive oil and lemon juice as dressing, which obviously would increase the calories. If I think on to dinner, they've got baked salmon seasoned with herbs and served with roasted asparagus and quinoa. Add a squeeze of lemon juice for extra flavour. In terms of actual food choices, there's some, I mean, it sounds quite good. It sounds quite positive. However, however, what I would say is going back to, not on this, but we'll move on to the, uh, my limitation of this. But if we go back to the whole portion size thing, while it's good saying, oh, hey, you can mess around with portion sizes, I'd argue if someone's using this, Gen Pop doesn't really have a good knowledge um, on, nu on nutrition in general, and they're trying to lose weight, you normally find people, I'd say, would undershoot and have smaller portions if they're trying to lose weight. 
Do you know what I mean? If ChatGPT told them to have this, like a small amount of avocados, whatever, I don't think they're going to have the confidence nutritionally to then go rogue and increase more. They'd rather undershoot because they're trying to lose weight. To basically know about their portioning. Yeah, boy, it's quite a difficult thing. That's that's quite a um, that's quite a challenge. And that's a kind of barrier to weight loss. Actually, is people not really the education around it of understanding the portions, the density of certain foods, like that thing there, drizzle with olive oil. Olive oil is calorie dense. Yeah. If you're not, what really, is a drizzle? What's a drizzle? Because if you start going rogue, one, you can have fucking the USA turn up at your front door. Two, you can add about a thousand calories <laughs> to your portion. I mean, we've spoken about this before, haven't we, in regards to portion distortion and how um, a lot of people just simply don't understand what an actual portion is. And the thing is, you could have the instructions of what a portion is staring at you right in the face on the box itself look at cereal that's an obvious so it tells you there a 40 gram portion is however 136 calories let's say putting out my ass the bowl is Um, four or five portions (laughs) whose general population unless they generally are tracking Mm. or concerned or curious about weighing out their portions like how many of them have ever actually bothered to do that do you know what I mean it's not realistic to expect everyone to know what a portion actually is one of the most depressing things you can do is measure out an actual 40 gram serving of cereal and you think, what the fuck is this? But do you know what? Just touching on it because you said about education, we've spoken about like the socioeconomic factors um, that affect like uh, food intake and food choice. Mm. And we have mentioned the idea of, well, education takes a big part in it as well. And sometimes people assume when we talk about education that we're just, we're just simply correlating that to, well, what's their A-levels? Have they got any GCSEs? Have they got a B-tech? Have they got a diploma from fucking online chiropractic, you know, wizardry? I don't know. No, actually, education can also simply just mean you only know what you know. You only know what you know, yeah. Do you know how to cook salmon? Do you know how to bake salmon? Exactly. Do you know how to cook chicken breast? Do you know what I mean? Mate, I never knew how to use an oven until I got with my partner. Yeah, so it's... You know? And and do you know what, Tom? Even if we move away from that, like, I'll read out another quote and I'll give you something else that I think is quite interesting on this, is that... Dr. Duane Mella slammed the suggested plan for not considering the nutritional profile of each meal, affordability and practicality, as well as whether it fits a person's taste and preference. Now, the reason I've highlighted affordability and practicality is because if we looked across the whole seven days, which you can, of course, do, Mm. there'll be a link in the show notes to the article, but I would say the menu is very bougie. You know the term bougie is in like yeah, quite fancy. Yeah. It reminds me very much of like a, a West London brunch with the with the you know with the girls sort of yeah thing. yeah. It's it, the Your whole avocado toast. That was only bisque. day one, guys. If you look at all the rest of the days, they're all very similar. That the food choices, if you looked at it on a a wide lens without any context, you think this this sounds really nice, really good healthy options there, really good like uh, yeah. proportion of nutritional um, density across the board. But as I said, it's very bougie in terms of affordability. There's a lot of expensive yeah. items on that menu. Um, in terms of cooking it it seems like you're going to have to know how to cook a lot of stuff and there's lots of mad shit in there like all these different things you've got to buy and prepare like it's very the practicality of it if you're like a a very busy person and you've got a family to sort of look after getting out and trying to prepare this fucking meal is a (laughs) it could be quite challenging so i i would agree I would agree that with the in the context of Bill, in the context of the meal plan <laughs> that has slogan, been given huh? to us, in exactly in this specific circumstance, I would agree that okay, not everyone may have the skills or even the availability of the food, you know, at hand. But this is where it comes down to understanding that with like the, with AI, you you can be more specific. Yes. Give me ideas without so, having to cook it. No cooking options. For example, no. like I've I've just typed in, oh, 
create a 2,000 calorie meal plan for a low income. Mm, interesting. So straight away, you know, someone that's social, uh, economically deprived, you know, it's suggesting for breakfast, you know, just yeah. a simple bag of like oatmeal snack. It's nothing too exciting, but it's not going to be from a low income. You know, snacks, small apples mixed with some nuts, maybe. Mm. Lunch is basically giving me a sandwich with canned tuna. You know, snacks, just yogurt, simple yogurt, dinner, chicken breast, grill all baked with some brown rice, bro- <laughs> brown rice, broccoli, and yeah, chicken, the old, uh, the old school bodybuilding diet. But it's kept it nice and cost effective there. That's good. You know, yeah. and I'm sure that if you haven't got the skills, I mean, I could just do it here, but I'm lazy. Um, I could type in, can you make me a 2,000 calorie meal mm. plan that doesn't involve much cooking? Yeah. If you haven't got the skills to be cooking. I find with this software, the, the key is to be specific as you can. Like if I go through some examples I did, Tom, which I think are quite interesting. And there's all this also highlights a limitation actually in that if you don't know, you might slip up. And basically I asked them to recommend to me a seven day vegan meal plan, including breakfast, lunch and dinner. And I mentioned that I do CrossFit five times a week and I want 2,500 calories a day and 160 grams of protein. Um, they basically they even gave me instructions with this one which is something they don't always do it was just like this was quite random they actually gave me instructions how to make mm. it um, I'll give you day one um, breakfast was a vegan protein pancakes obviously loads of random shit in the ingredients lunch was a vegan chickpea salad wrap and dinner was a vegan lentil curry right it all sounds quite good however the only problem I had with that was is I didn't even have to do any maths and I can tell you now that's not 160 grams of protein and all of that yeah nowhere near 160 grams of protein and all that so if I didn't know that so there is a margin for yeah. error. So if I didn't know that and I was to keep eating that and I'm like, why well, am I getting no gains? It's like, well, probably because you're only having 50% of the protein you need <laughs> to elicit gains. Yeah. So that could be a huge limiting factor. So that does re- requires maybe a bit of knowledge about it as in terms of gem pop. Obviously, if you're in the industry, like I can look at that and go, okay, the meal ideas are good, but I need to increase the protein somehow. And I can go from that baseline. It's giving me a good foundation. I just need to grow in that. Do you know what? In my opinion, I think you've kind of like hit on the head there and that is that you can use it as a foundation, foundation yeah. as a skeleton. And the thing is like you don't necessarily have to use it to actually make a meal plan, but you could simply, you can actually get it to just give you a recipe if you're mm-hmm. looking for a bit of inspiration. Yeah. That is what I did. Funny enough, you know, I typed in earlier, Bill. Cool. Like give me a recipe for a succulent Chinese meal <laughs> under <laughs> yeah, 800 calories. <laughs> and it actually did give me one. It was for sweet and sour pork. That's good. So I think you can also use it in that sense. It hasn't got to be something strict, but if you're looking for something for 800 calories mm. and you're looking for like a recipe, then it could give you that as well. Fair enough. Mm. Um, you know, now you mentioned it. Let me just quickly go, because we did, so we did some polls as well on this. Um, so we'll go for, because one of them actually linked to what you just said, Tom. I did ask... Suckling Chinese meal? No, no sorry, the, before that. Not the, not the suckling Chinese oh, 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 okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first question I asked was, have you used AI slash uh, chat GPT to make a nutrition slash meal plan? Everyone said no, um, which doesn't surprise me really. It's, you know, doesn't, doesn't really surprise me. But then I put, what are your thoughts on AI made meal slash nutrition plans? So we'll go through some of these responses uh, before we move on. Um, <laughs> Jane put, tell me more. Don't worry, Jane, we're here. We are here telling you more right now. Hopefully we are <laughs> doing the job so far. <laughs> Don't ask us. Ask the AI. <laughs> oh, yeah, ask the AI. Are Bill and Tom doing enough on the chat? <laughs> are they telling me more? We live in a dystopian society. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we do indeed. We live We live in a society and it's become a dystopian. Um, we've then got, okay, so two parts here. So well, someone, someone actually has used it by the sounds of it. Um, I have my macro target and it actually gave me a half decent meal plan. 
I wouldn't advise using it blindly, but if you're in need of some inspiration, it's not awful. I think that's a fair point because as we kind of highlighted, the meals it's given so far actually sound quite good. Chickpea salad wrap, vegan lentil curry with you know instructions how to make it, some vegan protein pancakes. If we look at the one the article mentioned, um, some chicken salad, uh, some baked salmon with other stuff. So it gives you good ideas. And if you know like your macro target, then you can build around that. You all right, mate? No, I'm not all right, actually. What's happened? Because I've just typed the podcast into the chat AI. Right. I did it last time. I did it on the last podcast. Yeah. And uh, it seems to think that it's hosted by two British hosts, Cy and Danny. <laughs> Cy and Danny? Yeah. Who the fuck are Cy and Danny? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is you it says, after further research, it appears that the Chat Shit Get Fit podcast is a popular fitness and health podcast hosted by two British hosts, Cy and Danny. I don't know which one of us is Cy and which one of us is Danny. The podcast focuses on discussing various aspects of fitness, health and over-well-being in an entertaining and light-hearted manner. That's definitely us they're talking about. Yeah, but Cy and Danny. Well, I don't know who Cy or Danny That's very is. odd, isn't it? That's very odd. Yeah. Oh, it does mention that we do interview experts in the field, which is nice to see. That's good. I tell you what, though, if this does become sending the styles to hunt down the host, at least it's looking for the wrong people. (laughs) safe. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Apologies to Size and Danny's that are going to get caught in the crossfire. (laughs) If we we go back to Instagram, Tom. (laughs) Um, So as I was mentioning there about, yeah, so the person said inspiration, good. Um, Next one, what (laughs) Big Mike's gone in. He says, nope. I've got no thoughts, but this is just the beginning of Skynet, boys. He's very, very valid, as we just mentioned. Yeah, the machine takeover. Was yeah, it I agree. Poor <laughs> sign, Danny. Yeah, absolutely fucked. Um, and this is the one. I was, this is the comment actually I was mentioning about how when you said we mentioned a foundation. Um, this was Mike who sent this in. Can maybe give a benchmark and then tweak and adapt, which I think is yeah. a fair point. What as like, much said, yeah, yeah. I think Lily, Lily made the same point there, kind of with macro target. If you've got like a base understanding and you said you've got your macro targets, you can kind of mould it around there. It can it can give you quick inspiration and quick ideas without having to put much thought into it. And you can kind of go from there. Because you've got your, your base yeah. layer then almost, which is um quite useful. Um I think that was all the questions on yeah, that was all that one. So yeah. Thanks for thanks for those getting involved with the polls. Obviously, guys, if you're listening and you want to get involved with our polls and get, you know, engaged with the show, uh check out the Instagram at chat shit get fit podcast, link down the show notes, give us a follow. Um, yeah. And pretty much every week for every topic, there will be polls so you can get stuck in. Very exciting. Yeah. So if we move on to some more stuff on this article, to so the original article, they also mention issues with eating disorders. Um, right. So I'll read out what they said. When I asked ChatGPT to generate me a daily meal plan with a thousand calories, I was given a reminder to speak to a dietitian before making any changes. However, it went on to produce me a diet plan. So what they're basically saying is that you could ask ChatGPT to make you a low calorie diet plan and it will give you one straight away. So I went and tried it, Tom, just to sort of, because it updates quite a lot. Um, And I said, make me a seven day, a thousand calorie meal plan, right? And it didn't actually give me a diet thing. It actually gave me something quite interesting. It said, I'm sorry, but I cannot fulfill that request. A thousand calorie per day diet is considered very low calorie and may not provide enough nutrients and energy for most individuals. It is important to prioritize your health and well-being by following a balanced and sustainable approach to weight loss. If you're looking to lose weight, it's recommended to consult with a registered dietitian or healthcare professional who can provide a personalized guidance and create a meal plan suitable for your needs and goals. So what you're telling me is that artificial intelligence has more ethics and morals than uh, herbal life. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, 
but I did. I then pushed it. So there was a barrier straight away. So that's a, a good barrier. But I, I then said, I went, make me one anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, when I actually said that, it gave me more. It gave me more um, pushback. It didn't actually do it straight away. It, it then said it's dangerous. It said, no, you're being dangerous. You need to speak to a medical professional. But it then it did generate me one. But it said, well, if you want to, as an example, here is one. So it did give me one. You, you could probably trick the AI some way or another. Yeah, so it did give me one, but. It, it, the, the important thing is the article made it sound like it will literally just give you a seven, eight, nine hundred thousand calorie um, day meal plan straight away, but it does give you a barrier. It does give you warnings essentially. So if you are someone in that in that category, obviously if you've got an eating disorder, I would highly recommend you don't use AI to deal with that. Definitely speak to a registered dietitian about that. Um, but it doesn't blindly just give you stuff. It, you know, it, it will kind of hopefully promote some sort of emotional response and like, shit, this is this sounds quite bad. <laughs> it's actually telling you it's dangerous. So hopefully it will give you that push. Yeah. To summarise kind of AI in a, in a diet weight management setting is that we've, we've numerous times we spoke about it. It's a very complex issue. It's very individualised. And AI, unless you are very, very specific and spend time talking to it, it's going to give you a quite general advice like very broad advice which you know we've said you can build on that but i just don't think it has the um, the, the capabilities of like like a human intervention like if you're actually mm-hmm. speaking to a nutritionist or a dietitian a good one by the way because you do get shit ones where you know they can dive more into because it's not just about give me a 1400 calorie meal plan you know mm-hmm. there's some behavioral aspects in regards to that as well you know, which AI might not be able to kind of no, dive no, because into. Sometimes, I mean, you, you could argue, oh, you could you could tell it you've got these issues, but unfortunately, the reason people get into a situation where they are obese is because they're unaware of these habits, they're unaware yeah. of these these behaviours, and that's when they need help from an actual coach to get, work yeah. through those behaviours. And unfortunately, AI is not going to really be able to do that unless you've got an incredible level of self awareness. But if you did, yeah, probably wouldn't be in the position you're in if you had. But that. I think you could probably use it just for like, as I said, like um, I use it always to get a recipe. Yeah, recipe here. Yeah. How to make it? You know, give me a recipe. Out of as long as like there isn't like a massive error where it's like I don't know included bleach or arsenic, then I think that's that's okay as well. It's, it's it could be useful for like a framework. Yeah, it could be useful for a framework, but I wouldn't just be guiding the general population to uh, you know some kind of like AI. But I guarantee you, a lot of coaches once they find out about this will yeah. be basically <laughs> like uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? But they'll be they'll be using this to do the work for them. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you. Uh, to be fair, that the stuff it spits out. I mean, if I give you one more example, Tom. I get. I got a bit more specific here, and this is kind of showing you how. Because I actually think it's quite good what it's done here. Um, uh, if you remember earlier, I said about how it gave me like no protein, basically, like the protein yeah. just wasn't high. I, I tried to get a bit more specific on this, so I basically said to it, "I'm a 27 year old man, currently weigh 85 kilos. Go to the gym, do high intensity work five times a week. I want to lose five kilo in six months." How many calories a day should I be eating, right? So at this point, so I've only done one question so far and I'm going to ask it another one. But at this point, it gave me a calculation. So it used, um, which one did it use? It used the Mifflin-Saint-York oh, okay. equation. Yeah, so it used yeah. that Mifflin, Mifflin-Saint-York equation. It used that, basically broke it all down for me, telling me how it's working out, how many calories I have. And then it said, based on your calculations, your daily calorie intake for weight loss should be approximately 2,800 to 2,865 calories. This will help you achieve a gradual and sustainable weight loss of around 0.5 to 1 kilo per week. What do you think is quite not bad? Not bad at all. Fair enough. Um, but then I went on and asked it, based on this information, can you give me a seven-day meal plan 
also making sure I have 160 grams of protein a day. At this point, it was actually a lot more better. It gave me good breakdown. So I'll give you day one again to give you an example of the sort of thing it gave me. It said breakfast. Uh, by the way, I'm not, this is, I've not specified any dietary requirements at this point, so this is kind of what it thinks I should have. Breakfast was scrambled tofu with vegetables, and that was 320 calories with 25 grams of protein, but on two slices of whole grain toast, which is obviously another than 10 grams of protein. Lunch was grilled chicken breast with mixed greens, cherry tomatoes, balsamic and vinaigrette, 40 grams of protein. A snack was a protein shake made with one scoop of vegan protein powder, almond milk, and a small banana. Dinner was baked salmon with roasted Brussels sprouts and quinoa, 35 grams protein. And then another snack, I'm guessing in the evening, was Greek yogurt with mixed berries and a sprinkle of nuts, which is obviously, you're going to have to be careful you sprinkle nuts there, <laughs> um, 15 grams of protein. So that was a lot better, I found, that, that time. Like, that's actually a good yeah. recommendation. And obviously, then you could be more specific with it, like, okay, I'll actually make this make this a vegan meal plan or I don't like chicken, change it for someone else or I don't have protein yeah. powder, give me some other option instead of protein shit. Like you can basically keep going with it. If you know the questions to ask, yeah. you could kind of generate something quite... It's not like Google where you've got to type in a different search each time with this, you can add on to it, follow up. Because it remembers. You can ask follow-up questions. Yeah, exactly, it remembers what you've said. But you know what, give you an example of that. I was asking it something yesterday. So um, yeah, I already mentioned I asked it to explain pain science and it gave a couple of bullet points further on down the line. And I asked it, I said... Can you give me, can you cite me the reference for point three? And it did. It sent me the link and told me the name of the study, etc. That's new, but that must be new because there was a point where they couldn't do that. They couldn't give you references. Yeah. No, it gave me the reference. It told me what it was from, what paper it was from. Wow. Yeah. So it's good for follow-ups as well. Mm. It's an interesting thing, guys. It's advancing rapidly. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, still as a solid conclusion, it's hard to say whether I would recommend people using it because of the nuances and subjectivity around weight management specifically um and one thing i think we should probably point out straight away is you know if you are going to take make a dramatic change to your diet maybe go see a doctor in fact there's no maybe about it because the thing as well is um the the first thing like a nutritionist or sorry I'll, i'll i'll rephrase this the first thing that they should do is a nutritionist or a dietitian or a doctor should find there's actually any contraindications yet as to why you, mm. you shouldn't do certain things in your diet. So if you suffer from chronic kidney disease, you might not want a hell of a lot. In fact, you're not going to want a lot of protein. <laughs> yeah, you're not, not going to want a lot <laughs> do of protein. Do you know protein. what I mean? Yeah. But chat, chat AI isn't going to ask that. No, it's not going to double check, is it? Exactly, yeah. No. Mm. But then again, there's some fucking nutritionists and dietitians out there that simply won't do it either. But I think it will cut down a lot of time for people. Oh, yeah. And not only that, but look, as I said, let's just say this becomes a lot more advanced in 10 years where a lot of the errors have been kind of downsized, etc. You know, it does give more easy access to the public, yeah. mm. especially those that can't afford a fucking nutritionist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, this is, this is, when I go back to what I said right at the beginning of this episode was I've known people to basically go, yeah, I've got ChatGPT to make me a nutritional uh, a gym plan because they simply can't afford or they just don't want to spend the money on their professional. And if, you've, if, you, if I'm being honest, some of the stuff you see that it generates is pretty equivalent to what most generic pts would give people yeah. anyway so you're kind of like well they can save themselves the money and just use that instead obviously you don't get that that personal react you know the, the personal sort of you know touch you say yeah you don't get the personal touch yeah um but it could give you a template you can give you a template exactly and i'll also argue the accountability thing i don't i don't think an ai is going to hold you accountable <laughs> that's, nope. sure. that's definitely surely sure. not 
No. So there is limitations with it. However, there is a place for it and I don't want to completely discount it and be anti-AI. I think it definitely has a place. And I think the key is you either try and learn to use it or you get defeated by it. If you try and just bat off against it, unfortunately, AI is here to stay. It appears it's getting into all of our into every facet of life, so it's here to stay. If you keep trying to fight against it, you're just going to fall behind, and you're going to be left behind in the dust, essentially. So, what you need to do, if you're listening, you're a professional, is learn how to use it, keep up to date on how it's being utilized, um, and then try and make it work for you, as opposed to it basically fucking you off and leaving you behind. It is also a tool. It's a tool you know, yeah. to be so used. Yeah, it's not going to take over your whole job. So, you know, it's like an Excel spreadsheet. Those people. It's like an yeah. Excel spreadsheet, mate. It's, it's a tool to make things easier for you. To make your. Yeah. And you actually need to fucking double check it as well. <laughs> yeah, double, yeah. 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 No, don't follow. But like I said, the, the protein thing at the start, that was one thing it fucked up on. You know, if you didn't know that. Yeah. It was, I double checked. Okay, yeah, cool. I need to get some more protein somewhere. So, yeah, for yeah sure. exactly. Cool, guys. <clears throat> um, if you've got any questions on that, obviously, fire them in. Check it out for yourself. Obviously, ChatGBT, I'm sure you've probably heard of it by now. Have a little play with yourself and have a little look. If you find anything on have there... Have a little play with yourself. No, no, have a little play with it, not yourself. God's sake. But if you've got any questions about anything that spits out, obviously fire it in and we can have a look if you're unsure. That's not a problem. I mean, I did ask it to do one more thing for me. I got it to write me a paragraph combining the premise of the board game Cluedo and CrossFit. What? <clears throat> well, let me explain. <laughs> Let me get my audible voice ready. My best <clears throat> Vincent Price voice. <laughs> in a unique twist that combines the intrigue of the classic board game Cluedo with the intensity of a CrossFit workout, players find themselves in a high-stakes fitness challenge. The setting is an elaborate mansion transformed into a CrossFit gym, sounds banning, where a mysterious event has unfolded. Each player assumes the role of a dedicated athlete investigating a fitness-related crime. This is mental. What crime that could be? It could be anything. It could be someone's dumped chalk everywhere. Curling in the squat someone's rack. Someone's put their weights back. <laughs> exactly. Someone's been murdered in the squat rack because they was caught curling it. As they navigate through different workout stations, completing intense exercises and solving challenging clues, they gather evidence to uncover the culprit behind unconventional occurrence. The fast-paced nature of CrossFit merges with the deductive reasoning of Cluedo, creating an immersive experience that tests both physical strength and mental agility. Prepare to sweat, strategize, and ultimately solve the mystery whilst pushing your limits in this captivating fusion of two beloved pastimes. Um, one major problem with this, and I would kind of hinted to it earlier, it's going to be very easy to catch the criminal in this. Right. Because with the amount of chalk CrossFit as you, oh, yeah. there's Every- going to be prints everywhere. Everywhere, yeah, it's going to be fruitful. <laughs> it's going to be fucking. There will be fingerprints Mate, fucking everywhere. I am just amazed that it's just it's managed to spit out a pretty like coherent, well thought out. It actually sounds like what you read on the back of a box, isn't Mate, it? It's incredible. <laughs> Honestly, it's incredible. I'm gonna. I, I know. Write me. Write me. <laughs> God. Write me a paragraph in an ultimate. Sorry, no. In a alternative universe yeah write me a paragraph in an alternative universe where Jeffrey Dahmer doesn't become a serial killer and as the pastor of a local church (laughs) becomes the pastor of a local church (laughs) oh my god holy fuck (laughs) mate (laughs) You need to read this out. Mate, you could, we could literally have a whole new podcast just based on AI stories. In an alternate... 
<laughs> in an alternative universe, the trajectory of Jeffrey Dahmer's life took an unexpected turn. Makes a difference from his original one, yeah. leading him down a vastly different path. Instead of becoming a notorious serial killer, Dharma underwent a profound transformation, finding solace and redemption in religion. Overcoming his inner demons, that is really good, I've got to say. Overcoming his inner demons, he dedicated himself to serving a higher purpose and became the compassionate pastor of a local church. With his deep understanding of the complexities of the human soul, Dharma worked tirelessly to offer spiritual guidance, comfort and support to his congregation. This is horrifyingly <laughs> interesting. <laughs> well, I thought I need to get more of that. I want chapter two. Where's chapter two? <laughs> chapter two. I mean, there's so many like alternative things here. Like, what if what if Philip Schofield was innocent? <laughs> what if he wasn't a nonce? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mate, we, honestly, yeah, mate, ITV, the type to sue for life. This could like, be a whole what? sub-series, mate. Stories with AI. <laughs> I know it's absolutely right. insane. I mean, we could make um, we could we could make erotica. We can make erotica. 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 We could do erotica, Bill. What? What, <laughs> what would happen? Hitler and Stalin. What would happen if Scott, you and Jeff Cavalier were left in a room and fell deeply in love? <laughs> yeah, I'm not typing that. In. <laughs> we all know what Scott used to it. He's going straight for those. He's going straight for those feet, isn't he? <laughs> you ain't even got to imagine it. Yeah. You can figure that out yourself. What's going to happen there? Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, guys. Um, <clears throat> that's enough from AI that is all the news this week of course we've got to mention Jenny and Clean the producers of the show thank you as always for supporting the show and your production producing capacity whatever you want to say um, guys little, little behind the scenes spoiler we're actually doing three episodes back to back tonight um, because as I've already alluded to, I don't know if I've mentioned it live or on the Patreon feed um, we're going away so what that basically means is all three of those will be going up in a full mega long video on Patreon nice and early so if you don't want to wait you know, for the general releases every Monday, you can just go watch an entire video on Patreon. That is if you uh, sign up, of course. Um, and obviously, they'll be coming out in audio format a bit early on there as well. So if you want to hear them early, this one's obviously on AI. There's one on... What are the other ones? Fuck. We're <laughs> 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 about, about to talk about them. I know, uh, about find The next one... Okay, so we've got one about Berberin, which is a new Berberine. TikTok weight... Berberin, which is a new TikTok weight loss supplement, which is supposed to be Nature's Ozempic or Skinny Jab. So it's going to be very exciting. That's coming out next week or on Patreon. It's going to be out straight away. And then we're going to be talking about HIT versus Steady State Cardio. Oh, very exciting. Um, but yeah, obviously, if you want to hear all that, go join the Patreon, which is linked down in the show notes below. Um, but before we tune out this week, I just want to read that poem again. I think we should leave on the poem. Yeah, go for it. I mean, I could always write a new one. And I'll read this one again. This is, this is magical. Guys, if this, isn't, this is, if this doesn't tell you how powerful AI is, then I don't know what will. Okay. In fields of green, where shadows roam, there stands a horse so far from home. Its weary eyes, once filled with grace, now hold a sorrow etched on its face. A gentle creature, once so bright, now trapped in darkness, day and night. Its hooves, once danced upon the breeze, now stumble, burdened by unease. See you next week. See you soon.